Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's Friday. Got that good Friday feel. I know you're pumped up about the weekend. Let me know your weekend plans in the comment box. I'm coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa. I love it here. Hope to have a good weekend. Another commitment on the clock as we await for Damon Payne. We'll talk about more of Damon Payne later on in the show. Thank you for joining me. I want to talk about a couple things today. I'm going to break this up into a 3-2-1 style. It's what I call it. Three things I learned pretty much from yesterday or a couple days ago. Two questions that I'm going to propose to you. And I'm going to make one prediction at the end of the show. Stay with us. Thank you very much for listening to our program. You can download this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And of course, I put it on YouTube as well because we got such a great community on YouTube. I think... One of my biggest takeaways from Major League Baseball last night was just kind of the oddities that there were and that stood out. I mean, it started out with the Yankees in Washington, right? They played in Washington. <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci throws out the first pitch. It was like, it was comical, right? I mean, doctors throwing baseballs, you know, doesn't always work out. So I thought that was hilarious. Um, Juan Carlos Stanton for the Yankees crushed a home run i think it was like 440 feet the ball goes into the stands and there's no stands mind you right and the ball just sits in the stands did you see that it was like it was so odd and then they sent out like the yankees sent on a worker and he's going to like get the ball and he's having to, to walk from like the dugout to the stands to get this home run ball it was just it was so odd but the oddest part of everything was when the dodgers and the giants played the next game on ESPN and the Dodgers had fake cardboard cutouts in the stands behind home plate fake people what what is going on this is just absolutely insane uh by the way Yankees beat Washington and of course as 2020 would have it the game was called because of weather in the sixth inning so Yankees earned their first W and the Dodgers beat the Giants eight to one so Strange takeaways from Major League Baseball. Let me know your comments on those games in the comment box and uh, just strange times. Uh, how about Jerry Judy? This is the second thing that I learned yesterday. Jerry Judy gets paid. The Broncos have agreed to terms with the first round Alabama wide receiver Jerry Judy on his four-year deal, fully guaranteed, $15 million contract with $8.6 million signing bonus. Judy, who is signing right now, receives 71% of that signing bonus up front. And think about it. I mean, a player like Jerry Judy, if you followed him throughout the time he committed to Alabama, to the time he left Alabama, that young man grinded for everything that he has accomplished. Extremely happy for Jerry Judy. But he wasn't the only wide receiver that got paid this week. Henry Ruggs, third, former Alabama wide receiver, product out of Montgomery, Alabama, signed with the Las Vegas Raiders for a four-year deal worth $16 million. And he wasn't the only player that signed as well. You got Jalen Hurts, former Alabama quarterback. And a lot of people ask me, why do you talk about Jalen Hurts? Do you feel he's still part of the program? Yeah, of course. He's Obviously, he's not part of the program because he's not here, but I think the legacy that he left at Alabama was extremely positive. Carried himself like a grown man should. 
Hertz signed a four-year deal worth $6 million. That includes a 1.9 signing bonus. Jalen Hurts got paid. Henry Ruggs got paid. Jerry, du- Jerry Judy got paid. Big-time contracts. Who do you think, before I move on, when we compare Jerry Judy to Henry Ruggs, who do you think will have a better career in the NFL? Who do you think was the better wide receiver in college? I don't know. I mean, you look at Jerry Judy, I think he's a pure wide receiver. I think he's built to run exceptional routes. Rarely saw him drop passes. But Henry Ruggs, does he have a higher ceiling overall just because of his freakish athleticism? I mean, you're talking about a guy who has a 42-inch vertical. You're talking about a guy who had, I think, an 11-6 on the broad, something crazy like that. Nick Saban said that Henry Ruggs is extremely just freakishly strong. And, of course, he ran a 4-2-40 time. So Raiders, being that they love speed, had to get Henry Ruggs off the board. I get it. And, uh, I mean, either way you go, both of those wide receivers are going to be productive. But I'm curious to get your take. Who do you think will have the better career in the NFL? Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs III out of Montgomery, Alabama? And, of course, those two are going to play because they're conference rivals now, right? That's pretty cool. All right, moving on. Check this out. Amid the corona virus pandemic, the NCAA will allow programs to promote analysts to on-the-field positions if a coach gets sick and is forced to step away from the program. So I was thinking about this, and our team writer Tony Sukalis has a great article on this on BamaInsider.com. Alabama and Nick Saban have been prepping for this for such a long time, right? Not (laughs) the coronavirus pandemic, but backups, having great assistance behind their current staff members. As you know, I always say it, Saban is playing chess out there where everybody else is playing checkers, right? Nick Saban, I know a lot of people aren't going to like to hear this, but just just hear me out, right? These are the backups that currently are on the staff. All right, who's Nick Saban's backup? No, 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 I'm going to back up, and I'm going to put Nick Saban's backup at the end of this lineup because I know you guys are going to question this, but it's based off titles. (laughs) All right, Pete Golding's backup, Charlie Strong, Former coach at Texas, um, I mean, very well-versed on the defensive side of the ball, of course. And currently, Charlie Strong joined Alabama um, this season, and he's going to be an off-the-field analyst. So that means Pete Golding gets sick, in steps Charlie Strong. Talk about, (laughs) I mean, right, you replace five stars with five stars. I I know people are probably like, is Pete Golding really a five-star? Hey, but you got to give Golding this additional year for the defense to step up okay so maybe <laughs> maybe he's not a five-star we'll find out uh Sal Sincere his backup Mike Stoops right Mike Stoops is an off-field analyst Kyle Flood's backup who's an offensive line coach could it be Rob Azell, right former walk-on I, I don't know I mean that's how it's looking like on the roster uh, Carl Scott who's Alabama's corner coach his backup Javier Arenas who's a staff assistant Jeff Banks his backup who is special teams and tight end Right, Javier Arenas as well, right? Javier Arenas, corner Alabama, also special teams weapon um, during his time. How about this? Steve Sarkeesian, his backup. Major Applewhite, who's an analyst. You also have Tino Sinceri. So many guys of a quality product on this staff that you don't even hear about, right? Major Applewhite, uh, Charlie Strong, Mike Stoops, Javier Arenas. There's more guys on this team. How about this one for Nick Saban's backup? Is it Butch Jones? (laughs) Right? I mean, Butch Jones, his title right now is special assistant to the head coach. 
How many of you watch The Office out there? There's people that are clowning when he got that title that Butch Jones is assistant to the head coach. You know, like Dwight Schrute was assistant to the regional manager. This is pretty comical. Whoever I didn't come up with that, but I thought that was hilarious. So uh, I don't know if Butch Jones would really be Saban's backup. And I, in, a, in an all honesty, I think if Saban really needed a backup at any point, it would obviously be probably Steve Sarkeesian, who was a former coach at uh, USC, or it would probably be Charles Huff, who is the current running backs coach, who also has the title associate head coach. So there you go. So um, kind of to recap, though, that, you know, if the coronavirus pandemic has allowed for the NCAA to allow programs to promote analysts to on the field positions if a coach does get sick. So Alabama is ready for whatever is coming their way. That's the point. All right. Two questions um, going into this weekend. Simple question. Who's next? Who's next to join Alabama's class of 2021? Looks like it's going to be Damon Payne. Damon Payne, uh, four-star prospect out of Michigan. Andrew Bone, I believe, has put in a future cast that Payne will commit to Alabama on Sunday. Alabama has been riding a wave of recruiting momentum going into the month of July, or through the month of July, rather. Damon Payne is a six-foot-four, 300-pound defensive tackle. Be a gigantic pickup, right? I mean, you got to have defensive linemen and you got to have defensive tackles. I mean, that is a tough position to recruit every single year. And when you look at Alabama's current class of 2021, we've talked about it before, this class is loading up on top prospects. And most recently, they've been adding some great offensive linemen. And you can read a great article right now on BamaInsider.com on this offensive line that includes J.C. Latham, Tommy Brockemeyer, James Brockemeyer, Terrence Ferguson. But on the defensive side of the ball, Alabama certainly still needs some guys to add to this class. Anquin Barnes is their lone defensive tackle. He's out of the state of Alabama, out of Montgomery. Six foot five, 310 pound, three star. Andrew Bone said that he will get bumped up eventually to a four star. Um, so as you can see, landing Damon Payne would be a welcome addition for this class. And this class continues to recruit at a very high level. I talked about that yesterday on my show. So Damon Payne looks like he could be next. Another guy to watch out for on the recruiting trail, and Andrew has talked about this before, Robbie Oots, who's a three-star tight end. But how about this young man? Rivals.com Southwest analyst Sam Spiegelman just put in a future cast for Shamar Turner. Sam Spiegelman covers the state of Texas. Shamar Turner is out of DeSoto, Texas. So if Shamar Turner does decide to jump on the class of 2021, that would mean that Alabama has four commitments from the state of Texas. Shamar Turner, 6'4", 285-pound defensive end. Highlights check out. Looks like a big-time prospect. And it looks like Alabama would steal another one from the Texas Longhorns, right? Probably another meltdown on our sister site, orangebloods.com. I mean, Alabama dipping into the state of Texas. And the thing that I talked about yesterday, you can't even have coaches visit these prospects. You can't even have these prospects on campus because of the coronavirus. So talk about such a difficult year recruiting-wise. Very difficult. And Alabama continues to make strides in the Rivals.com recruiting rankings. To my second question of this show, what is going to happen when Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight one another? Yes, you heard that right. The two are going to fight on September 12th of this year in California. 
And the first question I asked my buddy, I was having dinner last night, they're going to be wearing headgear, right? No, according to Yahoo Sports, they won't be wearing headgear, but will be wearing larger than normal gloves. They're going to be 12 ounce gloves. You've seen Mike Tyson on social media. He looks ferocious. I haven't seen Roy Jones in a minute. I wonder what type of shape he is. Obviously, those are world-class athletes. Yahoo Sports says Tyson hasn't fought since losing to Kevin McBride in 2005. 2005. Where were you in 2005? Jones hasn't fought since 2018. Mike Tyson is 54 and Jones is 51. Yahoo Sports asked at the end of that article, would you pay to watch this fight? I immediately voted yes. Yeah, I'm going to watch that fight. I mean, especially if they're not wearing headgear, I want to see what, what's going to go down, right? Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., honestly, I love boxing. I've always been a big boxing fan. And growing up, I always watched these two. So two of my favorite boxers going head-to-head, yes, please. Definitely take it. All right, some other uh, news that was out there, and this uh, was reported on Thursday, July 23rd. Oklahoma football tested 96 football players for the coronavirus and had zero cases. So looks like we could be moving in the right direction. I sincerely hope so. I mean, it was great to watch some baseball last night. I know UFC uh, has been going on for a minute, but, you know, sports slowly continuing to come back. Um, And we're basically just awaiting for the decision from the SEC. What direction are they going to go towards? Are they going to have conference-only season? Looks like the Big 12, the ACC could be trying to sprinkle in some games to the SEC, which I talked about yesterday. I, I love it, right? Bring on someone from the SEC. Bring on someone from the Big 12 in the first for the first game of the season. I'm willing to take anything that comes our way for the college football season. Just need some football. NFL coverage continues right here on BamInsider.com as well. We will continue to cover training camp as rookies continue to report to a tongue of Iloa has already been working out with the Miami Dolphins. He got there early because he's rehabbing and um, had an article yesterday on USA Today. And Tua Tungvaluwa said that he feels good. I'd say I'm ready to go, he told the USA Today. It's kind of those things where you start getting the itch to get back out there on the field and be able to compete. It's going to be a new setting. So that's what's even more exciting. Tua Tungvaluwa had a fantastic career at Alabama, and um, it's going to be interesting to see what he learns from Ryan Fitzpatrick. He also talked about in the article that that Fitzpatrick is more of a coach on the field, and I think he could learn a lot in this first year. Are we going to see Tua Tungvaluwa? I don't know. I would love to. I mean, it would be pretty awesome, right? All right, I guess it's time for my prediction as we round out the show. Um, I'm going to go with that the Alabama Crimson Tide will have an opening season game against a non-SEC opponent. I don't know who that opponent will be. I don't know if it'll be BYU. I don't know if it'll be TCU. Um, But I feel that Alabama will have a non-conference opener and the season will be slightly delayed. So there's my prediction for the upcoming college football season. What do you think about that? Do you think that Alabama will have an SEC conference opener? Or do you think Alabama will try to find another opponent to slide in and get the season started, but also have a delayed start. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen for the college football season. Um, I'm feeling more positive about a college football season. Are you feeling the same way? Um, I don't know. Felt pretty good to watch sports last night, and I hope the positive momentum continues going forward. 
So I guess we'll have to see what happens. But in closing, I sincerely appreciate you guys being here on the BamInsider.com podcast. Got a new feature on the podcast to where you can actually leave me a message and I'll play your question on the show. And I'll also answer your question on the show right here on the podcast. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube, pushing towards 35,000 subscribers. We appreciate all you guys jumping on, hitting that thumbs up button and the like button. And more recruiting coverage continues this week as it looks to be another big weekend for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Have a great weekend. Take care of each other. And as always, thank you for listening to the BamInsider.com podcast, our YouTube channel, and be sure to take advantage of the free 30 days on BamInsider.com. All you got to do, go to the website, click the top banner that says start here, and make sure that promo code is entered, which is Roll Tide. I'm coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Have a great weekend, my friends, and we'll catch you soon on BamaInsider.com. <laughs>